I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hey, this is Debbie. And this is Laura. And this is another episode of I Got the Hell Out. Well, we had the most exciting morning, I don't think, I think ever, pretty much. Oh, uh, well. well in, in our podcast history. Yes, yes, yes. We had the podcast called Ya Jagoff. And I'm wearing my shirt today that says you're a bunch of, I'm surrounded by Jagoffs. Jagoffs. Now, for those of you who are not in Pittsburgh, a Jagoff is basically an idiot or an asshole. Or, I always thought it was asshole. Yeah, something like that. You just, you know, instead of yelling like, you know, you asshole or you idiots, like you Jagoff. Yes. So it is a Pittsburgh-based podcast. It's huge, and they basically they go around to different parts of the city interviewing people, going to different places, things like that. They brought awesome food. And they had what is called, it was their third annual porch tour. Pittsburgh porch Pittsburgh tour. Pittsburgh porch tour. So what they do is um, you enter for them to come and broadcast from your porch. And I was lucky enough to have my house picked, so they were here this morning and they broadcast from my side porch, and it was so much fun. Yes, and um, they also had an ulterior motive because they're they were collecting supplies for Zach. Uh, they were called Zach packs. Zach packs, and they are for families that um, either have terminally ill children or severely ill children. That way they can take a toiletries bag. Right. They can take a toiletries bag and just like some things that you don't think of when you're staying at a hospital for a prolonged period of time. Yes. Yeah. So we collected some things for that. Anybody in Pittsburgh that would like to donate, uh, they are having a contest for all of the porches. We uh, are still collecting stuff and we are able to keep collecting up until the final porch party. Yeah. So if you're interested, um, give us a, give us a shout out on Facebook. Or email, whatever. Or email, whatever. And we'll let you know what kind of supplies we need. And, we'll um, make sure you give you a shout out absolutely, that you helped. Absolutely. It's and a worthy it's cause. A very good cause. And there was something else I was going to say about today. We had so, Virgil, the, the wrestler guy. I don't know his, remember his last name. But he was there. And... Um, Crap, I was going to say something else, but it was so much fun. I mean, they interviewed us, and um, I got to talk about the podcast. Yes. So that was very cool. And um, give them a listen. So you jag off podcast. And even if you don't live in Pittsburgh, just give them a listen. It's a really good, entertaining podcast. It was entertaining to watch. Watch it being (laughs) done today. It was, it was. And what was funny is... Um, right here, we're talking into one microphone and we have a computer and that is it. And our microphone is tied to like a Walmart stool with a phone <laughs> cord that plugs into the wall so it doesn't fall off of the stool. And they come to my house all professional. They had cases of they equipment. They had cases. They had sound boards. They had what four different they had eight mics mi- they had eight microphones it was that could crazy be used. and it was just i don't know it was funny comparing their production to our air quotes production 
Well, I think we're getting pretty darn good. Well, we're getting better. We're definitely getting better. I like it. So, but uh, that's how we spent our Saturday morning, and I'm still running on adrenaline because it was so much fun. Yes, yes, and it I would do it again in a heartbeat. So we get to... we get to do it again at the last party. Well, they're having a party for everybody that was in the contest for the porch tours. They're and you won a, a crap load of prizes. I won so much stuff. Oh my gosh. They kept rattling off all these gift prizes. certificates and prizes. And holy crap. I mean, I did it just because I like to entertain. You got $10 went, off of golf somewhere. I got I got all kind of stuff. So <laughs> thank you guys. If you are listening, thank you. Thank you so much. It would have been enough to just have you guys here because I had a blast. But thank you again. Yep. Thank you guys. So uh, moving on to our podcast. I would like to give an apology to everybody out there who listened to our last episode. We usually take a break. Sometimes we don't. And everybody must have noticed that when we came back from the break, we didn't say we were back or anything. You it just was, heard me talking about Hasidic Jews. It was not a clean cut at all. Well, you called me up in hysterics that morning. Well, I don't know what happened. I mean, I went to edit it. And when I went to look at the two sections that I had to join in editing, a part of it just dropped away. I, I had I have no idea what happened. So well, we were talking. Your your question to me, I distinctly remember, was what was the local culture like? Right, right. And I started to tell well, you. Well, tell them the story now, and I'll tell them what it sounded like okay. when I went to edit. Well, I was talking about the different things that we saw and this and that, and. We went out to eat one night, and it, I was the waitress didn't speak any English. You basically pointed at the menu, and that's what you were getting. It, it was written in different languages, and it had pictures next to okay. it. And what I wanted to get, I wasn't sure if it was beef or if it was pork. And being in the cult, you weren't allowed to have pork. So I'm asking the waitress, is this beef or pork? And she's giving me this look like, I have no I idea don't what you're saying. understand English. So I looked at her and I went, moo oink. <laughs> and she busted out into laughter and she go, oh, moo, moo, moo. And I, I, I ordered the dish because it was cow. And now you tell the audience what you heard. Okay, so... That story was supposed to be in there just like you heard it. So I went to edit it and it said, we will be right back. Moo, oink, Hasidic Jews. <laughs> that is exactly what it said. <laughs> and I'm thinking there is no way we can leave that just like that. So that is why we had that really like unclean, unprofessional, like, Gap or whatever you want to talk about, and we have no idea how it happened. I no, it was just gone. It was we not there. Started recording when we came back, and it was just like a glitch in the system. You were just laughing so hard. Oh my! That I day. could. I I lost it. I absolutely lost it. Well, I hate to tell you, but I think I did drive my Jehovah friends away because they left. No, a, they left a pamphlet um uh, at my house. I don't know if it was actually them or another group, but they should have been back by now since the weather's nice. I miss you guys. Oh, I'm sure they're listening. Oh, and by the way, I have been weed whacking for a really long time, Laura. I've, I, I love my weed whacker, okay? Okay. And I'm helping a friend of mine doing landscaping the other day, and I hit a rock, and it came up, oh, and it hit inside my nose right here. 
I've, I've never, and it started pouring You couldn't blood. do it again if you tried. No, and it was pouring blood, and she thought oh I had God. a nosebleed, and I'm like, no, I got a rock halfway up my nose, and it nicked me. What and, are the chances of that? Okay, well, get this one. Okay. I'm already dirty from working with her and doing landscaping stuff, so I go home to cut my own yard. Oh, is this the story you told me? I started, I cut the back grass. <laughs> I got the weed whacker out, and I'm thinking about how nice a shower's going to be. And I love how my brick walkway, when I get all the stuff shaved off of it, it looks. Right. And my yard just looks generally nice. Well, I'm weed whacking away, and I'm in the backyard, and I have about 10, 10 minutes of weed whacking. Just nitpicky OCD. I got right. this, this, that. And I'm sweating to death. And I keep... Both my hands are full, so I just keep wiping my face on my shirt. Are you doing the motion as if they could see? I, I do that all the time. You know, maybe we should do a YouTube video one oh, time. Oh, maybe we shouldn't. No, actually, maybe we should. Oh, but would... who's going to figure out how to do it? I don't know. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, I'm sweating, and when you're weed whacking, crap is flying everywhere. It's hitting you. It's in your hair. It's on your legs. Well, I start smelling this putrid smell, and I keep thinking something died in, like, the wood pile. Like or you weed whacked something, something dying or whatever? Well, no. I th I'm thinking an animal died or something in the wood pile okay. or something, and it keeps smelling it, and I keep smelling it, and it's getting, it's just nasty. And when I go to wipe my face again, I realize I have probably completely splattered my face in dog crap. <laughs> And it is, I, I, I touch my face. Oh my God. And I look at my sleeve. And is there dog shit everywhere? Yeah. I, oh. at this point, I didn't care that there was 10 more minutes of weed whacking. That was a, one of those, I'm done with this one day. One of those, like, 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 ooh, 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 dance. Yeah. yeah. Shut the weed whacker off. Set it down. Walk in the house. Call it a day. Grab your beer. Go to the bathroom. Strip and watch the dog crap down but the drain. But grab the beer first, well, correct? yeah. Okay. Well, it was beer it. 30 by that time. That was gotcha. my reward for finishing weed whacking. Gotcha. Because you can't be drunk weed whacking or else it wouldn't look good. But I just like how you grab the beer before cleaning off the dog shit. <laughs> you gotta have your priorities. I, I guess so. I guess so. Mine would not be that way, but you know, hey. You might have grabbed a glass of wine thinking I'm covered in dog shit. I need a glass of wine. As much as I like wine, I'm thinking the dog shit's number one. I was covered in it anyway. And uh, well, I get okay. Yeah, and a, a beer shower is so relaxing. So, <laughs> and you don't pour the beer on you in the shower. You drink the beer in the shower. Oh, and I oh so those little holders aren't for soap. They're for beer. Yes. Gotcha. And I do suggest that anybody who does imbibe in the shower um, buy cans because... Oh, well, you don't want the bottles Well, there. the second time I dropped a bottle in the shower and I'm all soaped up and you I look like down that. going, well, I'm surrounded in broken glass. glass so right. you then you have to get out. It, you're wet, you're dripping, and you got to clean and all the glass And it ruins the whole out. vibe. It does. So, it ruins the whole yeah. vibe. Buy cans. Uh, I'd like to just real quickly say, rest in peace, Coco the Gorilla. I know. 46 years old. Uh, Coco met a lot of amazing people, including... Robin Williams. And Mr. Rogers. <gasps> yes. I love Mr. Rogers. I was going to actually look up and see all of the celebrities that have met Coco, oh but, it, you know, time just flies during oh the week. Oh my gosh. When Mr. Rogers died, my brother, who was three years younger than me, he actually called and he woke me up and he's like... Did you hear Mr. Rogers died? And here we are like in our 30s and we're on the phone crying to each other because Mr. Rogers died. I don't blame you. We were crying and he he's like, 
I wonder how many miles that trolley actually traveled. And he's crying. Yeah. We were crying for almost 45 minutes. We were almost, we were crying Do on the phone. Do you realize he was a retired minister yes. that never once brought up religion or God, but taught people how to be compassionate yep. and have good morals. And, and how to just be nice. To be nice. He's yes. The basic, the basic rule of humanity. Be, be kind. kind. Be kind. Be nice. And help where you can. Right. Exactly. Do you realize that he used to describe in everything in such detail because there was a little blind girl. And oh, her I mother, didn't know that. Her mother wrote to Mr. Rogers. And that's when he started describing everything. That's why he'd be like... I'm feeding the fish now. Watch the fish go up and get the food and go back get down. Out. That, that man's a saint. He that's is a why saint. for his blind for the little blind oh children. Oh my god. See, he even thinks of that. Yes. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'd like to give a couple of shout outs here. Uh, uh Melissa D, she put a post on Facebook that um the cult like atmosphere that she grew up in as a oh, kid. Oh no way. Yes. Hannah H. Uh, was a big contributor to that. Maddie E. chimed in, and she didn't realize that so many people have been traumatized by religion in life. Oh, it can happen. Oh, it happens everywhere. I mean, people grow up thinking, I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to go to hell. That is just, love me forever or burn in hell. That sounds like an abusive boyfriend, not a loving God. I'm sorry. Um, and... Allie N. asked what my mother thought about the cult over the years. Ooh, good question. Um, we're going to try and have her on as a guest at some point. I've asked her a couple times, and she's kind of hesitant because she's like, well, what do I really have to say? And I'm Oh, like, did you say Laura will have the questions for you? I did, and I explained to her how it works, and, you know, she could talk to Jesse. Jesse had a good time doing his interview. Oh, that was great. So, and she's like, well, what can I really contribute? And I'm like, <laughs> um, hell you a looked at... At the craziness from the outside in right. for 10 years. And you were there. You know, down you were there, but yet not there. Right. She'd come spend three, four months in the winter because Pittsburgh winters suck. Right. Oh, she has a lot to contribute. I, I know she has a lot to contribute. And our Kool-Aid recipe. What is it? Uh, you had a lot going on this week, so... I did. I made the Kool-Aid recipe up. Go it's, for it. What is it? It's called Prim and Proper. Ooh. And it is lime Kool-Aid. You make it just regular lime. Okay. And you add gin to it. Oh, nice. I love gin. So you got the lime and the gin going, and you can garnish it with some strawberries and some lemon nice. slices. But yeah, it's a Prim and Proper because we've been threatening everybody that we're going to do a show on Purity Class. And that's what we're doing. And I was kind of hesitant about it, but you're going to get a kick out of a bunch of this stuff. Oh, I'm sure I am. Um, I guess we can officially, because we have culty corrections and updates. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess we can have a, a section, you know, where the past members chime in. Because I've been Ooh. asking everybody lately. I'm not just relying on my own memory. Right. So ex-members chime in. Okay. Do you have anything now for ex-members? Oh, I have any? a whole bunch. Of oh, you have your stuff. whole notebook here, and uh, I don't know how you want to start this. But well, this is on purity. Okay. Did you ask them any questions regarding purity? I did. I asked okay. them what they remembered about how they did things, but I think I'm going to okay. slip some of those in as Later. they're okay. as they're relevant okay. to what we're talking about. Okay. Well, one question I had when we're whenever we decided this would be the topic, 
did, I know that there's some um, cultures that when the girl gets her period, they have a big celebration because that means she's a woman and she can now have children. Not there. Okay, did they, I was gonna ask, did they make a big deal out of it or was it like, you got your first period, now you're unclean? Yep, that's it. That's pretty much it. So there was no... I do remember a younger teenage girl, she had gotten married to an older gentleman and it was customary for them to sleep together the first time on white sheets. And then if she's a virgin, she you're going to break that hymen and bleed onto the white sheets. And it was the girl's duty to come and show that she was a virgin when she married. So, bloody sheets. Okay, we're not even how many minutes into this and I'm rolling my eyes already. Yeah, you got that look of disgust like you want to go in there and just smack. Throat punch somebody? Throat punch every man yeah. that's there. Pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much. Because here's the thing, who are these men, and you know they're having sex, who are they having sex with? Like, they're allowed to have sex whenever and with whomever they want, but yet the women can't. Well, that's funny because I asked a lot of men what they remembered about purity class. Oh, interesting. And just about every answer was the same. Okay, what was it? That you couldn't sleep with your wife when she was having her period or counting. There was a lot of masturbation going on in the shower. And you weren't allowed to do that. Okay. Because it's the spilling of the seed. You're not allowed to pleasure yourself. So, wait, wait. But every man I talked to said that, yeah, they jacked off in the shower. Oh, what guy doesn't? Give me a break. I'm telling ya. I, but I mean, ugh. And then they'd so, have to go and then they'd have to go to confessions and confess that my wife is unclean and I had impure thoughts and I was in the shower and I spilled my seed. I was being seed. human. I spilled my seed. Now, was sex strictly for procreation or was it I mean was it were you allowed to have it for pleasure too? Well, it was mostly for procreation. Okay. But the guys it, it, it was like a sex club for them. Right, but I mean, like, overall, what was the overall... You know what I'm saying? Like, like what was the overall... I don't want to say the vibe. Men. Please but, the men. Okay, so if the man... Because we talked about that last episode. Right. Okay, so if the man wanted to have sex not to have a baby, it was okay because you had to please the man. Right. Okay. But if a baby resulted from it... Because no. you, you couldn't use condoms. Right, okay. But and how you about... And you couldn't pull out... You couldn't... So it had to be basically everything to make a baby. Well, not really, because you were allowed oral sex. Remember last week? I well, I'm talking you. about just regular sex, though. Yeah. Okay. And um, now a lot of the men told me that they didn't give a shit that their wife was unclean. And they continued to have sex anyway. Uh, most of them said they waited until she was counting, that there was actually no blood flow. Okay. But they all broke that, and they would have to confess. And we weren't allowed to watch porn. So um, a lot of guys, even though they couldn't touch their wife, they would have their wife get naked and dance around provocatively or touch herself or, yeah. And then he could pleasure himself. But I thought he wasn't allowed to. I don't know. This is what I was told. I'm just asking. Well, these <laughs> things, like I said, they changed. Okay. Because we could sleep in the same bed, and then it, you couldn't sleep in the same bed when you were having your period. Then they came out with the counting thing. Oh, oh, you're going to love this one. 
Every single woman that I asked, what do you remember about purity class? And I asked six or seven women. And okay. the very first thing out of every one of their mouths was, do you remember the feast that we had that purity class that the bitch I love to hate was up there at the podium? And she pulls a Q-tip out and says, ladies... Uh, you need to start using Q-tips to make sure that you, you know, sticking Q-tips up your hoo-ha. What? Why? To make sure that there's no pink, oh. no nothing. You need to go that extra mile to make sure that you can start counting. And every one of us, the look you're making now is the look that every face in the entire, all these the women are That is the room. dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, I'm telling you, stick a Q-tip up your hoo-ha to make sure that you're, you can start counting. But that was the, out of every woman I asked, that's the first thing they remembered. Was, now, women actually did this. Yeah, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm sure some of them did. Oh, my God. Uh, another woman, she remembered the toilet seats hanging on the wall at her house. Wait, what? I was lucky enough to have two bathrooms. So one okay. was a clean bathroom and one was an unclean bathroom. Okay. She, they only had one bathroom. So when you sit on the toilet, you make it unclean. When you have your period. Or you're counting. Yes. Okay. So they had different toilet seats hanging on the back of behind their toilet, depending on what state oh, you were in. Oh my God. So they had to switch toilet seats. Yes. There was, there was a toilet seat for clean people. There was a toilet seat for unclean people. There was a toilet seat if you were flowing. Like you, she had a collage of toilet seats on her back wall. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now, did we, should we go over again about what the counting is? Because I know we did briefly in different episodes, but since this is the purity episode, should we like briefly go over that? Uh, I can do that. Do you want to briefly real, just go over Real it? briefly in the scriptures, while you're flowing, you're flowing and you're very unclean. It's like you're uranium to people, okay? Right. After you stop flowing and nothing more comes out. That's okay. like you pull, like you... Pull clean tampon out. You have, right, there's nothing there. Right. It's sundown. Magically, you can start counting. And seventh on the seventh day of nothing coming out of you, you are clean. You have to put your holy garments on while you're naked, say your prayers, and ablute yourself. Dunk yourself in, this, in your bathtub full of water. It's like you're baptizing yourself to be clean again. Okay, so basically, you're only clean two weeks a month. Unless you're an older woman and you don't have a cycle anymore. Okay. Or if you had your woman parts removed. Okay. But there are a lot of other ways to become unclean. Would you like to hear them? Oh, please tell me. Death. If you touch a dead body. Okay. Whether it's a dead mouse that you're removing or you're helping to prepare somebody for burial. You have touched something dead. Now, does this go for men as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, everybody. Blood, menstrual blood, and also the blood that is in your veins. So if, oh, so if you cut yourself, yes, you you would menstrual blood will make you unclean for seven days. If you just cut yourself, that would be just until sun. If if you got my blood on you, okay, I, I cut myself, and you're so like, are you unclean if you cut yourself? I'm not. You are because if I it's touch somebody my else's blood. blood. Yes, gotcha. yes, sex. Sex makes you unclean until sunset, but you have to take your ablutions and stuff like that. So wait, you have to do that after every time you have sex? If you want to be clean. What? 
Well, you have to be in a complete state of clean and purity in order to serve the elders or their wives. Okay. You have to be in a certain state, which I'll get to that later. Okay. But um, people that are not, people that are not in the cult with you. Okay. If I was to touch you, you are now unclean. Because you don't know, because I, I have never been clean and holy in my life because I'm not with the cult. So a normal average person touches you, you're unclean until sunset. So you mean a person that's not in the cult? Yeah. Like if you well, go. Well, they don't give a shit though. Well, the cult does. Like if some, if the grocery store lady hands you your change back and her hand accidentally touches your hand, you're unclean. Oh, I bet she's losing sleep over that. No, but uh, you could tell in the end, before I moved away from there, you could tell who the cult members currently still were because they were wearing the long dresses and they wore... Did you say they wore gloves or something? Gloves, yes. You know the gloves that you, like surgical gloves? Uh, So they weren't even cotton gloves? No, they were like the rubber gloves that, yeah. That is so weird. Well, they don't want to become unclean. And when you touch a can of food at the grocery store, you're unclean because the busboy touched that. Or the lady before you picked it up and looked at it. And that's why you had to go home and kosher your cans. And we don't want the cooties. Right. You had to go home and kosher your cans and everything else. Any bodily fluid. Okay. If I sneeze on you, even though I'm clean, say I'm clean. I am. Well, I agree with that. I'm unclean if you sneeze on me. That's nasty. That makes you unclean until sunset. Okay. Gotcha. Eating at a restaurant, eating out will make you unclean. Even if you are allowed to eat the food there. I was going to say, even if it's kosher food. Correct. Because somebody else handled your food. And and they could be unclean. Correct. And that would make you unclean until sunset. So were you allowed to eat out or was that looked down? They ended up taking that away. It, It got to the point of why go out. And that's when they opened their own cafe. The, the cafe that everybody goes to and yeah, so. And where they make money. They make a lot of money. Of course. And okay. they do serve on the Sabbath and they get around that by issuing the paper vouchers. Oh, we have some of those downstairs. Yes. In they, the cult box. They, they made, you know, non-refundable and you have to use them within a certain time period. Of course. Or they become or null and money. void. Yes. But that's how they get away with selling stuff on the Sabbath because you have these paper vouchers. You're not... And in my head, I'm going, it's the same damn thing as money. It's it's just your printed monopoly money. Right, right. And the person, see, and now there's people working on the Sabbath, which you're not supposed to do, to were serve you your food. Were they volunteering their time? They were volunteering uh-huh, their I time. They weren't working. They're vol- volunteering exactly. their time. And one sister reminded me that there was one elder that I, I don't know if it ever caught on or not, but she just happened to witness. Uh, she smacked a mosquito that was going to bite somebody. Okay. And the person freaked out because the mosquito and the mosquito blood was splattered on their arm. And you don't know if the person that oh, bit that mosquito, right, right. the mosquito bit before, whether they're unclean or not. So now you have blood on that you, you have no idea. So now you're unclean. Yeah. So many rules, so many rules. So much bullshit. There, that, those are the main things that will make you unclean. I'm sure there's probably a couple of other, but I'm not sure. I asked my son about what he remembered about purity. 
And he says, nope, he don't remember nothing. He was only eight when he quit going. Okay. And I think it's 10, maybe. Yeah, it's 10, I think, that they start with the boys and the girls teaching them stuff. Okay. And I do have, I I, I talked to my ex-elder's wife friend, and I asked her what she remembered about purity class. And this must really piss her off because she gave me a very short answer. Uh, She said, oh, boys purity class is where my 10-year-old son was told it's okay for a woman to swallow sperm. And that's what they taught. That's what she said. Her 10 year old was taught. And oh, that's just fantastic. She only gave me she only gave me one more sentence. Blood is evil. Spit is evil. Sweat is evil. And in big letters, everything you touch, sit on, sweat on, spit on, etc. becomes unclean. And I asked my mom, what do you remember most about that? And her first reaction was menstrual mats. Oh, which we will get into. And she says the other thing that she remembers is walking into the sanctuary and there are all these chairs pushed up against the back wall with these big signs on them saying unclean until sunset with the day on it. And don't touch and no contact. And so, so like magically. They'll, they'll turn clean. At sunset. At sunset. They yeah. magically... No one's cleaning them no. physically. They just magically... Correct. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. I, I always had so many questions. And some of the stuff that they do, it makes no sense. Like, if I have to kosher all of my cans, okay, why is this newspaper... Why am I allowed to touch this newspaper? Right. Why am I... So, so many, 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 many questions. And my mom also remembers that Kenny was so mad. He used to like to invite elders and their families over because it made him feel special and important. Now, was he an elder or he wanted to be? He wanted to be an elder so okay. bad he could taste it. Gotcha. And his dad was an elder, okay? But he would invite all of these elders and their families over. And it just so happened that... I was in the clean state I was supposed to be in in order to be able to serve these holy people of God, okay? And we're riding down the road, and all the windows were open because it was a nice day, and my mom had braces. And I guess she had salad or something for lunch that day, and driving down the road, and she's picking stuff out of her teeth, and she went to flick this glob of green lettuce out the window... And it flung out the window, came right back in, and landed on the inside of my ear with a wet smack. Oh, God, that's so gross. That's so disgusting. I started heaving because I watched it. I'm starting to heave now. I watched it out of the corner of my eye as she flicked it, and it went right in my ear. And I'm trying to, I'm almost throwing up. I'm screaming, I'm I'm screaming, get it out, get it out. She's peeing herself with laughter. I had to pull over as I'm gagging. And I get a napkin and green, get this glob of lettuce out of my yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. when my mom is conveying this story to Kenny about how hysterical it was, he gets pissed because now I'm considered unclean because my mother's spit went in my ear. My mother's and spit went in my ear, which made me unfit to serve. Isn't that hysterical? Because it wasn't, wasn't convenient for him. 
I don't know, but I do remember that there were quite a few times that I, I had to serve everybody because a lot of the elders went out and worked in the world. So they could not take the serving spoon because they're unclean. They could not touch the serving spoon to serve themselves because another elder who was actually in a clean and holy state could not touch that utensil that was unclean. That was unclean now because that man touched it who was unclean from working in the world. How do people keep this straight? You live it. It's it's not a religion. It's a way of freaking life. Oh my God. So yeah, here's me, the only clean person. And there's like 15, I had to serve 15 people because I was the only clean and holy one in the room. Oh my God. And which... Tee hee hee, we all know that that wasn't really. Right, right. You you know. Right. So. But couldn't other people. Jokes on them. That people that technically weren't. No. I mean, couldn't they just be like, yeah, I'll help you out. No. So, I mean, but I'm I guess like, do people really follow that like to the letter? Some people did. Do you know I mean, because ex- I would think I would think that some people would be like, "Yeah, here I'll help you out. Let's say I'm clean." I can honestly say my ex never had sex with me against the purity laws. Wow. He did other things, but yeah, he never, never did. I he was a he was a diehard for a lot of things, like the twenty four hours a day. The tape is supposed to be playing the sermon tape. Dang. And he really, he read every label. He'd come home and he'd check the packages to make sure that I was buying stuff that we could have. He, he's still there. Wow. And he didn't go into the cult this way, you said? No. Wow. No, he didn't. And I love you, Tabby. Love you to death. She still follows the purity laws. She has a son, and she le- and she's out of the cult. Yes, she's and she been still out follows for years. them. Why? Down to she has a son, and she'll put a note on the back of the toilet, letting her son know that he can't use the toilet until after sunset. How old's the son? Uh, I think he's in fifth grade. Does he have any clue what's going on? I don't know, but she still follows the religion, but she doesn't follow that group of people. She does her own thing, but she still follows the Old Testament rules. Gotcha. So, yeah, when her toilet's unclean, her son, I, I don't know if he goes and uses public toilets. I mean, could that what? be so much better? I don't know. Well, what if you're at home and you have to go to the bathroom? What do you do? Run down to the, like, 7-Eleven? I don't know. Maybe they have two toilet seats. Oh, my God. In all honesty, because you just pull one off and put the other but one on. But it's the same toilet. Well, I'm assuming. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. Oh, and if you if you go poop and you get any on you, that makes you unclean. Changing baby's diapers whoa, whoa, whoa. makes wait, you wait, unclean. Wait, wait. Here, let me just say this. When you're pooping, it's touching your body. Well, I know this. So technically, you're unclean. Uh, trust me, I pulled this with my counselors of, you know, because I was trying to get out of this dinner party. And I'm like, okay, well, I poop every morning. Is that going to disqualify me? They told me to wear, like, triple rubber gloves. No, but that's what I, I'm not talking about your hands. I'm saying, if they're saying that, this is so gross, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, I, I, I just need to play devil's advocate with this gross topic. <coughs> okay, I get what they're saying if it accidentally touches your hand. I get that. But when you're pooping, it's touching, it's your, touching your body. Right, it's touching your body. So what the hell's the difference between your butt and your hands? They could never explain that to me. Ever. And no matter, even if you wore gloves to change your right. baby diaper, you're still unclean. Yes. 
So, so wait, they want you to have children, but yet when you go to change their diaper, you're unclean. So you're screwed no matter what. Well, but th- you're not unclean. That you, The only time that your husband can't have sex with you is the flowing and the counting. When you're other, unclean because you touched poop or something ridiculous. That's totally fine. And most people do not even bother to make themselves clean every night because those are that's little... That's that whole ablution thingy, right? Right. That, those are okay. little infractions. Like the death one, you have to because okay. you, got death, you got the death cooties the on death you. The death cooties. And a dead body has to be buried by sunset. So if you drop dead, Laura, at 9 o'clock in the morning... You, you, got, got, you got a while. You got all day before the sun sets. Oh, but if it's like 7 p.m. If you drop dead at 7 o'clock in the evening, you've got you an hour start and a half to get that body better start digging. In. Yes. And by the way, they have their own cemetery and all of the headstones have the same last name on them. That's creepy. No first names. Creepy. No nothing. Uh, the group of us that left, we honestly think that they probably have bodies just buried and buried oh, and they buried. They probably just dump them in there. Uh, they make pine boxes. So... For most of them. I've seen the pine boxes. Yes. And one of the elders used to, it was like the old West. He'd make the, take the measurements of the person. No. Yes. And build the little pine box and, and they'd go. Oh my God. Okay. Let's talk about purity mats. Cause I'm dying for this. Menstrual mat. Menstrual mat, purity mat, whatever. It's a menstrual mat for menstruation. Okay. Still a bunch of crap, but go ahead. Mm, well, of course, if you sit on something and you're unclean with your period... That makes the chair unclean. Yeah, that's why my mom saw all those chairs pushed, pushed into the back, right. because okay. magically it suddenly... So what was the purpose of this the menstrual, menstrual mat? The menstrual mat is to put down on the seat so you can sit on it and you don't make it unclean for somebody else. But I thought the chair... So the chairs that were pushed up against the wall, somebody sat without their menstrual mat. That or they got up to go to the bathroom and realized that they had started their period and most likely the chair is unclean. So you err on the safe side and you push the chair to the back. And there was somebody who sold custom seat covers because the sanctuary was all folding chairs. Now, when you're sitting there for three hours during a service... Oh my God, three hours? Some of them, they were like college lectures. Especially during the feasts. And a lot of people would get their own personal chairs. So we had comfy chairs that were like office chairs. Now, people were told, because there was a lot of activities that went on during the feast, and people are told, do not sit in people's personal chairs. But a lot of people don't listen. So uh, there was a couple that owned an upholstery shop. And of course, $65 a pop, they would sell you a customized chair cover. That for your you, folding chair. Not for your folding chair, for your personal chair that you have brought from home. Your office gotcha. chair. Gotcha. Okay. There was one guy, he had the big leather back, like I'm the oh, banker. Oh, you, like, you can like kick back in it? Yeah, like he's a banker, important dude. That was his chair. He had to sit all the way in the back, though, because the back of it was so tall, people couldn't (laughs) see over it. But the menstrual mats, if you saw somebody with one, you tended to avoid them. Because you don't know if they're flowing or counting. I am really surprised they never color-coded them. And these menstrual mats were vinyl placemats that you get at, like, the dollar store or Walmart. So to this day, when I'm cleaning somebody's house and I have to pull their 
placemats off of their table. My mind is screaming, it's a menstrual mat. It's a menstrual mat. And so could you just go to any Walmart, like dollar store, Walmart and any kind of vinyl, vinyl vinyl or plastic would work. Yes. It, It just couldn't be porous. Okay, I'm just surprised that the cult didn't sell their own and say, this is the one that you need, and it costs, you know, 20 bucks. Well, they did sell them at the general store, but that was for people who usually came in from a feast out of town and wasn't aware that you had to carry a menstrual mat. And, oh my, I'm on my period. Oh, I'll take, you know, a 50 cent placemat for $5. Right, but I'm just saying, I'm surprised the cult... They may have by now. They didn't say, hey, you know what, here's a way we can make money and, you know, totally rip these people off. Do you know what my idea was? What? I was going to make and design special slips to wear underneath your dress that had your menstrual mat built in. So when no, you sat down... it's already there. It's already there. And I was told that I couldn't do that because I am hiding the fact that I am a menstruating oh woman. Oh, God. And people might... Touch you? Yes. And then they would oh, be unclean we don't, from touching You don't me. want those... So when you were menstrual cooties, right? So when you were had your you you had rolled up your mat and you carried it with you everywhere, and we all used to laugh that it was just the big, stay away from me, stay away from me, and you know heaven love you if somebody sees you coming out of the unclean bathroom, people would run from you. What? They don't want to be unclean. So yeah, the black shower curtains on the stalls were the unclean ones. You know, they couldn't even go with a cheery color like green or something. No, white is pure and Wait, good. Wait, which shower stalls are you talking about? The they didn't have doors on in the bathrooms. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were talking about like community showers or something. We had community showers also for during the feast. If you were there staying in a tent or something. Oh, okay. And but that's not what you're talking about right well, now. Well, we did have those also. The shower curtains and were black if you were flowing unclean. or counting, and the white ones. Now, if you saw a shower curtain tied up in a knot. That meant somebody accidentally started their period oh my God. in the clean shower, and it wouldn't be clean until sunset. And that was a real problem, one feast, because every shower was unclean. Uh-oh. And there are all these women who are wanting to take a shower, and they can't until sundown. There must have been a line of 30 women waiting to take showers at sunset after the bathroom Because it cleaned. magically became clean. You have to clean, you have to scrub the bathtub, and to scrub the showers down. And you have to scrub the toilets down. Right, but that's not good enough, though. It ha- You have to wait till the magic time comes. Yeah, sunset. Okay. That's when it magically... magically. Yeah, I always imagine SpongeBob doing his magically with the rainbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And my stepsister, Kristen, was coming to visit. Um, and she scheduled her visit. I told her when to schedule her visit so that Kenny wasn't there. And Kenny comes up to me and he says, so I need you to ask Kristen what state she's in. Oh, my God. And I looked at him and I went, I refuse to ask my sister if she's flowing, how many days it's been since she's had her period. Could you imagine? So he went out and he took the lid off of the cover of the pool filter. Because he didn't want her in the pool if she had her period or whatnot. Because that would make the entire pool unclean. He'd have to drain it, scrub it, and refill it. Okay? And we are having a knockdown drag out. I am screaming at him. This was probably the six-month period. I refused to go to services, but tried to keep us together as a family. I So this is towards the end? Towards the very okay. end. And 
I'm screaming at him that you and he's like, ha ha, have a good time, and he took the pool cover with the from the pump. Well, that's okay because I made a big scene and was screaming because I didn't want him to know what was up. Is because Pedro down at the pool store um, knows what an asshole Kenny was, and I went in and I'm like, hey Pedro, I said, dickhead stole the uh, the the top off of the the filter. And I was, I said, can I buy one and then just return it later? And he winks at me and just gives it to me. He's like, oh, go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I put the, put it on there. I never did find out what state she was in. Okay. Cause Nor I didn't should really care. You. Nor should you know. I, but when Kenny came home, of course I had taken the lid off the day before. Right. So it looks clean, like it was still like that. Cleaned it up and returned it to Pedro and Kenny come home and the pool wasn't green and it was clean and he had been gone for, you know, three and a half weeks. Oh, he's probably wondering why is the pool clean? I told him I prayed to be clean the no. entire time. No, and he bought it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. He was just standing there with his mouth agape because he was, exp I mean, three and a half weeks in a hundred degrees, that thing should have been oh. like a swamp. Right, right. And meanwhile, I just... Took the cover off and, and he took it back the day you. before. And he's looking at me and I says, hey, what can I say? I pray really good. <laughs> what an idiot. And he put the, he didn't say not a word to me. So, and he didn't drain <laughs> it. Uh, don't mess with me, honestly. Oh my God, what a moron. To this day, there is nobody out there. I will not let anybody beat me. I will always have a plan. Laura, when it comes to things that matter, okay, mm -hmm. you fight like you're the damn third monkey trying to get on the ark, and brother, it is starting to rain, okay? <laughs> um, I never heard that. You fight like that damn third monkey, and I... To this day, I, you know, I laugh at people when they, like, threaten or try and intimidate me. And I look at them and I go, I lived through a cult. Bring it on. Right, you right, know? right. Bring it on. So what else do I have with you? Oh, somebody shared with me that there was an elder. He was a real dickhead. Real prick. Yeah, he was a real prick. Um, he was known for breaking the rules, but... Only within his family. He had two wives. Okay. And the sister I talked to yesterday, her sister was married to this elder along okay. with another woman. And this elder didn't care if either woman was on their period. And this elder also tried to get my friend's sister to go in for a threesome. Oh, nice. And that's really not allowed. It. It, it, it'll be looked the other... If everybody's okay with it, no one's really going to say anything to their counselors. But if if it's something you're not into, and see, the other wife was wanting to please the elder husband. So gotcha. she was, yes, come on, let's have a threesome. Because it'll make the guy happy. Exactly, because it was all about pleasing the man out in that place. And what else do I have? Oh, and... um. There wasn't a single feast that the leader was clean and holy because I've told you before that I gave him period chocolate every feast. <laughs> he would, All right, wait, wait, back it up, back it up, back it up. I know what this is, but you need to tell everyone what this is. Okay. When they started taking stuff away from us, a lot of us would learn how to make stuff. I make the best ranch dressing from scratch. Okay. And I sold it for $5 a quart. 
well, they took chocolate away from us because of the milk in it. And I had been making chocolate with my grandmother since I was five. So I acquired the necessary things to, and I started my own chocolate company. Okay. And I sold, I actually sold to some of the stores in the town that we were in. And I used to get the biggest kick out of it because I sold to religious bookstores and I, I sold them Last Supper Jesus bars, candy oh bars. Oh my God. And I also sold to a couple adult bookstores. I did Dick on a Stick, Pussy Pops, <laughs> Tits on Ritz. <laughs> Um, I had a one-pound pussy for the top of cakes, and I, I used to get the biggest kick out of because when you oh pull chocolate out of a mold, if if it hasn't chilled enough, it's real dull looking. Okay, right. So if I pull dick on a stick out and I pop them out too soon, I'd throw them back into the chocolate pot and made sure that I made Last Supper chocolate bars out of the dicks. Oh no! And I would do the same thing with the dicks for the for the for you know the sinners over there. They're actually right. getting melted down Last Supper bars turned oh, into my dicks. Gosh. So, but I sold a lot of chocolate and I. Like I said, I was selling to actual stores, so I had to be legal. I had a little trailer outside of our house, and it was health approved. I had everything that I needed out there for making my chocolate. Okay. Now, Kenny, the big kiss ass he is towards the leader, informed me that I am to make a 10-pound box of assorted chocolates to give to the leader every feast. And I why was, just to be nice? Because like, everybody gifts him. Oh wait, whoa, 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 whoa! So the leader gets a gift at every feast. Um, you're not required to, but everybody's a kiss. It's ass. suggested, or it's not even suggested. It's just what you do. It's the leader here. I love gotcha. you. Here's a ten pound box of chocolate. Gotcha. Okay. But because he's the leader, I have to be in the clean and holy state. I had to have a separate pot, which was great. It worked out great in the end. But I had to have a separate pot for making the leader's chocolate because you had to be in this clean, holy, proper state. Well, unbeknownst to him, it had period blood in it just to make... <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would get my... Because my husband would only come home when he could screw me. I mean, who's going to come home when you can't have oh sex with God. your wife? Oh my god! Like that's the move. Like the movie. Um, oh God! What's the movie when she made a pie and she shit in it and gave it to the woman? I don't know. But oh my god! I can't think of the name. I of apologize movie. to anybody out there who ate the leader's special box of chocolates. But for many years, that's what he got from me. That is so deviously funny. And I, to this day, I don't know if he ever ate any of it. If he just gave it all away, I, I don't know. But oh well, I would giggle because you know he's supposed to be in this clean and holy state, and I know he's not. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh. We did have a diner at one point. Of course, I did all the work. You know, he slept in the back. Sure, of course. And uh, we used to host a lot of after-Sabbath meals because we're a diner. We can host 20, 30, 40 people in this restaurant area. And somebody brought two beautifully done turkeys. And one of the turkeys ended up getting thrown away. What? Why? Because... There was a girl carving the turkey, and she nicked her finger, and a drop of blood landed on the turkey. And me, of course, I'm stupid. I suggest, well, why don't you just cut that cut big that chunk of turkey right. off? 
Nope, the whole bird is unclean. Whole they threw the whole turkey away. Oh my god! For one what drop a of waste. blood. And the girl wasn't even like unclean or counting. That's why she was the one carving the turkey. It it was a total waste. And can you imagine feeding thirty people on one turkey? No. Yeah. So nobody really got much to eat that Sabbath. And I'm pretty much out of everything in my homework book. Was there anything that you wanted you to... You know what? I just thought of it now. We forgot to talk about the contest you wanted to have. I was going to do this at the very end. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Yeah. Laura ran a contest for lippy shit. Was it on Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Twitter. Anyway, she ran a contest for the lippy shit and for one with our logo on it. And that was a very expensive uh, contest. Oh my, I did not realize how much it cost to ship that. Um, but we're glad we did it. Yes. We're glad we did it. The but two, boy, did we learn a lesson. The two winners that were in England, it cost fourteen fifty <laughs> to send them their prize. <laughs> and it was it was very expensive. <gasps> like I said, we're glad we did it. Okay. But boy, wow. Well, I decided on the contest for this week. Uh, what was it, Zazzle that we ordered from? Yes, the stickers. Nifty, nifty thing. You can order anything from this place. Well, I ordered stickers, and I thought I was getting the big one that Laura ordered for me as a surprise. And she's like, oh, yeah, you can get 20 stickers for X amount of... And I'm like, wow, yeah. And I, no, I ordered 60 stickers, and they're only one and a half inch by one and a half inch, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, the first 10 people in the United States only or Canada, I'm sorry. I can't see, think it would be that much to send a, an envelope to Canada. So, I don't think so. In the United States and Canada, the first 10 people um, to comment on Facebook and start a conversation, uh, something about this episode, I uh, will get with you and I will personally mail, mail you an I Got the Hell Out sticker. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully after your brother gets married in two weeks, we'll be able to have the Patron set up. Patreon. Whatever. Patron's alcohol, isn't it? I'm in a lack of alcohol. <laughs> I think this is the first episode we did with absolutely no alcohol. Oh my God. Because I can't drink at one o'clock in the afternoon. Well, we're, just, we're all like hyped up from the podcast this morning. Oh my God. And the coffee. The coffee, and the coffee has coffee. been flowing. Yes. But speaking of Patreon, we are in the process of getting a Patreon account set up. Um, so because we want to do more contests, we want to so do more contests. Fun. Yeah, there's so much fun, but like it gets expensive. So once we get it set up, we will let you guys. Each know. of my winners is only going to cost me about a dollar a piece. So my my contest cost me ten dollars. <laughs> so, but even if you like, once we get it set up, even if you donate a dollar a month, I mean, really, you're not going to miss a dollar a month. But for us, it's going to add up, and we're going to well, be I able. I pay for us to be on SoundCloud. Right. I mean, and I don't think people know that it costs money to do a podcast. No, if you I have to pay, if I didn't pay every month, you lose episodes. They only, right, they only, only have the latest 10. So nobody could go back and listen to us from right. the first one. Right. So it costs money to do a podcast, which again, we don't mind doing it, but it would be nice if we could we, we, we could share the load with people. Yes, that would be great. So, um, do you have anything else about Purity Class, or are we going to give our promo? Um, I think it's time to give our promo. All right. Well, we had a lot of fun today, Laura, and I'm so excited. Me too. Me too. Um, the promo for this week is, okay, guys, you got to listen to this, called True Crime Fan Club Podcast. 
So for all of you true crime people out there, which I know is just about everybody, it is a podcast for the ultimate true crime enthusiast. I'll peel back the curtain and give you a glimpse into the life and crimes of some of the most demented minds. Nice. Ooh, yeah. And you can find um, True Crime Fan Club Podcast on Twitter at TCFCPod. And the podcast, I believe, is you know anywhere you listen to podcasts. So give them a listen. It is an awesome true crime podcast. All right. Um, anybody got any questions? Shoot them at me. Uh, and start a conversation on Facebook. So and win a, a sticker. sticker. That's right. I'll even sign the back of it. There you go. Yeah. I have my sticker on my, on my homework book. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think I'm going to give a sticker. My daughter puts them on her water bottle. Cool. So my son said we we need to have um, listen to the podcast the next time we have get stickers because no one would know it was a podcast because it's just our logo. Uh, well, we'll see. That's you next idea. time. Next okay. time. All right. Well, guys, until next time. Uh, sorry about Pippi barking a bit, and we didn't even take a break, did we? No, we didn't take a break. All right. Well, till next time, guys. If you're someplace that you really don't feel comfortable about, and or you need if to you get don't the hell feel safe, out, get the hell out. Yep, I'm Laura. I'm Debbie, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Lainey, host of the True Crime Fan Club podcast. If you're a true crime addict like I am, then my show is for you. I'll peel back the curtain and give you a glimpse into the life and crimes of some of the most demented minds. Check out the episode Broken Bonds and listen to a brother reveal a deeply held secret. Or hear about the day that the heavy metal community will never forget in the episode Dimebag. These episodes are just a sample of our catalog, so you have plenty to binge. Just search for True Crime Fan Club Podcast and any podcatcher. You won't want to miss an episode.